that experience for me was one that I will never forget. It was, yeah. I would literally lose sleep over it. It was, it was awful, but um, I learned so much about myself. And I think the biggest thing that I learned was that you control your dreams and your destiny. Hello, and welcome to Before the Lights podcast, stories behind high performers. I'm your host, Brittany Wilson. Today, I'm going to be talking to Mal Pugh. She's a member of the United States Women's National Soccer Team and has been to the Olympics, and she's currently playing professionally at the Washington Spirit in the NWSL. Today, Mal is going to be talking about her current and past injuries and how they've affected her mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. She's also going to describe the hardships and obstacles that she's faced deciding to play professionally instead of going to college and all that it's taught her along the way. Mal gives us some great insights and lessons, so I hope you enjoy the podcast today. Again, if you do, please screenshot this, share it on any of your social media outlets, your Instagram stories. Just be sure to tag Mal and I. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get to it. Hi, Mal. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Just tell us where you're joining us from today. I am currently in Washington, D.C., playing for my professional team over here. Nice. You guys just had practice this morning, and you're in between practice and lift, so pretty busy. Yes. But found time. (laughs) So just how has the season been for you? Obviously, you've been off and on with injury and all that stuff. Um, how's the team doing and like, how are, how are you doing, dealing with all that? Yeah. Um, so far the season's been, um, I'd say different. Mm-hmm. I think, um, it's definitely been a struggle, um, just because we haven't been doing that well, but, um, I think that you kind of just have to like keep on going, grinding it out, um, every day and kind of just, try and focus on the next game so um and then obviously I got injured I would say like eight and a half weeks ago so kind of right in the middle of the season um right before national team camp we have two camps this summer that are pretty important so that wasn't very ideal either so um yeah it's been definitely a different season for me um obviously last year was my first professional season so um, kind of comparing the two, um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot different. Yeah. So just tell us, like, about how you got injured and then, like, what that process was like coming back from that. Yeah. So um, I we were playing in Houston, and it was just kind of a collision with a goalkeeper. And I – it was, like – it was super weird because, like, I felt – like my knee and I was like oh my gosh yeah what's that and then I like kept on playing on it and then I I remember I received a ball from one of my teammates and I was like opening up ready to like dribble and run at players Mm -hmm. and I was like I can't like there's like something was just telling me just to like stop before I do any more damage so pulled myself out and um yeah I was just like Oh my gosh, I'm praying that it's nothing too serious. And so we got an MRI and it was just a grade one to two PCL. Mm -hmm. So um, 
it's it was super super strange because you like never just hurt your PCL hmm. like you literally only hurt your PCL in like car accidents oh, wow. so super weird injury but um I'm like super thankful that it was just that and um it was super minor and really all all you can do for um for it is still just let it heal so um I got time to go home and kind of decompress and see friends and um yeah so that that was that was the good out of it yeah that is really good how did you feel when you had to I know you said it was good that you had to go home and stuff but did you feel nervous at all to come back and like what that process was going to be like or yeah so I think definitely like um I was definitely nervous um coming back I remember like my first like field session um I was like oh my gosh like I look like I've never played soccer before (laughs) it was like it was so bad but um you kind of just like shake those nerves off and um kind of just get back into it and then it was nice it was nice being home and um again like kind of decompressing after kind of a rough beginning of the season so um I was excited to get back here and kind of get back into training and being with my teammates yeah what is it like like I know today you trained is it is it a lot better now like are you feeling more confident and ready to go when's your next game that you're playing um our next game is in, I think it's on August 5th against Seattle. So we have to travel to Seattle. Um, and yeah, I think right now it's just like for me just to come in and try and play that role that I was playing before I got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but also focusing on getting back and getting healthy and feeling like myself again is really kind of what I'm focusing on right now. And Yeah. 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 And you've had, you've experienced other injuries throughout your career, obviously. Do you think, (laughs) (laughs) I've, yeah, I remember when you broke, it was your femur, right? Yep. You broke your femur. Was that, like, harder to deal with than this injury? Obviously, it was a much longer recovery process, but how do you think you dealt with other injuries since then? And has there, like, been a difference between your experiences? Yeah. So, obviously, I was... How old were we? I think we were 14. Like really young, yeah. Yeah. And I broke my femur. Mm-hmm. And um, at that age, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be not playing soccer for three months. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. But, like, also it was, like, the end of the season. So yeah. it was kind of timing on that. But, um, yeah, I definitely, looking at my history of injuries, I've definitely had – some weird ones like you break your femur playing soccer what yeah. you hurt PCL and only your PCL yeah. playing soccer I didn't even know what a PCL was yeah. when he said it <clears throat> so yeah I think um definitely comparing I would say comparing when I broke my femur to um my PCL this injury I would definitely say that this one's a little harder mentally just because it is the middle of the season. It is um, right before World Cup qualifying, and we—it's just like it's a big—it's a big season right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think just having to kind of like cope and deal with that was definitely hard, and I'm still kind of getting back into it, like I said. But yeah, I think um, 
I think this one's a bit harder. And then in October of last year, I pulled my hamstring. Hmm. So, yeah, I've I've done a lot, but I think um, I think I'm like starting to learn more and more, just like as an athlete, how to deal with injuries. Yeah, uh, you kind of just have to accept that it happened and stop asking why. You just have to accept that it happened and really focus on the recovery process because, um, that's, I mean, that's the best thing to do. And I know this is like so cliche to say, but you really just have to stay positive yeah. throughout the whole time. And obviously like getting back from an injury, like there's definitely, it's hard. Like no one, no one doesn't say that it's hard, but like flooding your mind with positive thoughts rather than negative thoughts is so much more helpful. Mm-hmm. And um, and you just see a huge difference yeah. when you do come back from an injury. Yeah. I was recently talking to Kristen Hamilton from DU and she um, had a pretty big injury her first year playing pro. Mm-hmm. And she just mentioned that she kind of grew in her faith too through it. Did you notice that was like similar for you? You kind of had time to like reflect on all of that. and. Oh yeah, for sure. I think definitely you, especially when I did my hamstring, mm-hmm. I was like, why is this, why is this happening? Yeah. And you never want to question, but I was like, okay, I know that God has a plan for me yeah. and whether I see it at that time or not, um, I just have to trust in it. Yeah. And so when I hurt my knee this, uh, like this season, I kind of like was like th- those thoughts went through my head again. I was yeah. like, okay, God has a plan. Like I'm not seeing it right now. Like I'm literally supposed to go into camp um, in a week. Like, why is this happening right now? But I was like, nope, I'm just going to let him take it, take it over. And completely just give him everything and just trust in his plan because I mean it's, it's the best thing to do yeah it's ho- probably easier said than done but it's yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> luckily I haven't experienced ton of injury knock on wood but I I can imagine that it's like it's just so hard more mentally than physically coming back yeah too, so. sure mm-hmm. yeah so obviously you have a different path than a lot of people talking about paths um how was that even going through high school? Um, and then obviously you went to UCLA for a little bit, but then decided to play professionally. How was that experience? Just explain your experience and what you, uh, led you to your decision of finally deciding to play pro and what that's been like for you. Yeah. So obviously throughout high school, um, as in with the youth teams, um, different age youth teams and so I was always traveling and um so that was really different that kind of made my high school um experience a little bit different but I mean I loved it I love traveling to play soccer for your national team it's it's amazing and then um in 2016 the beginning of 2016 I got called into the full team and that was just crazy I was so nervous so scared Mm -hmm. um but it was such I'm so grateful for that opportunity because it kind of gave me um more insight of like really what I want to do and um so and then 
went to the Olympics and then played in the U20 World Cup following the Olympics in 2016 in the fall. So that really was supposed to be my freshman year season, but I decided to go to the U20 World Cup and play there. So um, so I missed that season and then decided to go to UCLA um, in 2017, the beginning of 2017. Um, for three months and then decided to leave. And so throughout that whole really like 2016 year, I was Mm -hmm. battling whether to just leave to go pro or to go to UCLA. And that experience for me was one that I will never forget. It was, I would literally lose sleep over it. It was, it was awful, but um, I learned so much about myself. And I think the biggest thing that I learned was that you control your dreams and your destiny. And so I, yeah, I was hearing all these different opinions and stuff, but then I remember I was like, no, this is like, this is my journey. This is my life. Like I decide what I want to do. And, um, So I was like, I'm going to school. Like, I think I need to go to school. And um, my family was super supportive with that. And everyone was super supportive. Um, And then so I went to school and then experienced it for three months. And I was like, okay, I got what I needed. And now, like, now I really see what I need to do and um, where I need to be. And so, yeah, I decided to leave um, UCLA and um, come to DC and play here. And so honestly, like throughout that whole process, I think my faith and my relationship with God, like grew so much. It was, it was, it literally like, it gives me chills. Um, just thinking about it because it's, it was so crazy. I'm like, it was, it was me and him. (laughs) Like, I was like, what, like, what do I do? I was praying. I, I remember I was at, school and I was having a super hard day and like I was like do I do I want do I want to be here like I don't know what to do and then so that night I like prayed on it and then I had a dream and then I woke up from that dream and I was like okay like I know what I need to do yeah yeah it was it literally is crazy that is crazy so yeah that was that was quite the process I can't imagine because I that's so hard because I'm sure you had like tons of people telling you what their opinions yeah. are and you never know like what you actually want because you're like here's so many different things but that's so yeah. true like at the end of the day it's kind of you and god and it's mm-hmm. obviously he told you what you needed to do so that's, yeah that's definitely yeah. hard though did you struggle um obviously you struggled a bit making that decision but w- was it hard on you mentally to be like pulled in so many different directions yeah for sure because i like I heard from, like I said, like I heard from so many different people, like what they thought. And I was like, one day I'd be like, oh, well, so-and-so said this, so I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so-and-so said this, so like, I want to do that. And it's just like, it was, I wouldn't say it was unhealthy, but like it was, it was tough. Yeah. I didn't need it. Like I didn't need those opinions. Yeah. 
That's yeah. nice that your family was supportive, and at the end of the day, you're probably where yeah. you need to be, so that's good, but... For sure. It's nice that you yeah. could also get, like, a little bit of, like, a college experience, just three months. Yeah, like, exactly. So it's not like you totally yeah. missed it, but do you think you're missing out at all, or are you, are you super, like, happy with your decision? No, yeah, I honestly am, like, so happy mm-hmm. right now and so happy with my decision, but mm-hmm. I think definitely, like, you do miss out on the college experience, but... I can always, yeah. like when I do have downtime, the downtime that I do have, which is not a lot, I can go and have a little bit of that experience. Yeah, just hang out with people that are, because like they're still your age, so it's like they're already in college. That's nice. But yeah, yeah, obviously that's a hard transition. What do you think are other like events that you, in your life, like first thing that comes to my mind would probably be the Olympics that... Um, kind of like changed and shaped you either just the player or the person you are what are some of like the biggest things you learned from those huge experience at such a young age compared to most people going through that I think um honestly since like my freshman year to my senior year that was like a huge like four years for me Mm -hmm. to kind of grow um and yeah I mean you could say like the olympics like really like kind of like start kick started everything yeah um but I think honestly it was like with our club team like <laughs> those the ECNL like tournaments and stuff mm-hmm. like I always said <laughs> I always say like how much fun like we had all the time yeah. and like I feel like you like our teammates like helped shaped me both on the field and off the field yeah, yeah. because like that time is like from freshman year to senior year, like is so important for development. So um, I think honestly, like there wasn't really like events, but I think just like the constant relationships that we had, yeah, like kind of like push each other and like have fun and mm-hmm. like around and stuff like that. Like that's like what really was like made me, I kind of like shaped me, you know? Yeah. I know it's so funny looking back and like realizing how fun that actually was like I definitely still think soccer's fun for sure and I'm sure you do too like you enjoy it otherwise you wouldn't be doing it but that like moment in our lives was so fun and we didn't realize it and like just playing just simply playing like because we loved it it was so awesome it's great it was so I was talking to my roommate Andy Sullivan and um she was like yeah I went to go get lunch with or she went to go get breakfast with some of her club teammates uh-huh. and it's like you literally have those relationships like forever yeah. and it's just because of the sport which I like yeah I don't know I find that so like inspiring and yeah. like I love it it's it's awesome yeah yeah have you felt like you've met like obviously in club like met like some people you're going to be friends with forever but do you think outside of that like has soccer just brought you other things than just the sport like have you found yeah. like you met a ton of people that you're always just gonna be super close for, with? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, like it brings kind of like that sports side, but I always say like it's so much more. It's the relationships that you have. Yeah, I, I have like some of my best friends because of soccer. So I think it really is like the relationships, and then also I. I find that it like 
it brings out yeah obviously like you see the physical side Mm -hmm. but it like brings out like this mental side too that like you didn't know that you had Mm -hmm. um and I think every year I find something new Mm -hmm. that it does bring yeah do what do you think throughout like just even your first year playing professionally um some of the biggest things that you learned about yourself as a player and just a person are because obviously you're moving around all the time you move to a completely opposite side of the country living on your own basically what are some of the biggest like challenges that you faced with that um I think first it was definitely moving to the east coast yeah like such like a west coast kind of girl so Mm -hmm. definitely like moving up um east was a big challenge for me and then I was living by myself which wasn't ideal because I literally just left school had all my friends and then I'm like living by myself so like that transitions like so major and you just don't want to do it (laughs) but um I think I really learned kind of just like how strong I was mentally Mm -hmm. um because yeah there were there were some days where I was like I like, oh, like, wait, there's training today. Like, oh, like it's mm-hmm. a drag. But I was like, no, like, I'm here. I want to get better. Yeah. So I'm going to get up, get my butt to, pra- to training and work as hard as I can. So yeah. I think um, that was definitely a new side that I haven't seen in myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I- say that what do you think motivates you every single day because obviously like you said like there are days I feel like people from the outside might think like especially if you're playing professionally like oh she never has days where she doesn't want to play or she doesn't feel motivated but like obviously you 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 have those days where you're like I'm so tired like all I want to do is sleep what do you think motivates you to continue to just get better um and yeah I I think just the goals that you set for yourself um and just the type of player that I want to become kind of just put all those other thoughts away and like just come into my head and and like mm-hmm. that's why that's why you want to get up that's why you want to go to training that's why you want to work hard yeah that's why you want to try and be the best player you can be so mm-hmm. I think it's definitely the goals and um the long-term player that I want to be yeah, yeah. it seems like on um the national team and then like your team now they kind of welcomed you with open arms but did you was it hard like just kind of regardless of how nice they were like being so young coming into that situation where some of them are moms you know and you're still just you're like living with them was that like a different kind of experience or yeah that was definitely a little weird I think (laughs) definitely seeing them like being a mom I was like yo what (laughs) not ready for that (laughs) no not even close but um yeah I think it was definitely weird but I like look back now and I was like I was trying to gather so much information and just like what they would do and like off the field like with the recovery and stuff and like just try and be as professional as I could mm-hmm. um so I think that was like the main kind of thing that I like 
notice from that big like age difference and then obviously like I had to be like a little bit more mature than Mm. your normal whatever 17 year old yeah oh my gosh totally yeah what did you learn from them like just off the field um that like changed changed the way you kind of might approach soccer or just everything in general I think um definitely like the off the field stuff has a huge impact with how you perform on the field. And I think the recovery was definitely, and looking back at the 2016 year was definitely a huge, just a huge part in what they did. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, I like tried to learn just as much as I could. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, I'm still learning, like, it's, it's still, like, a process, like, you're trying to learn different things about your body, and, um, like, what you need from a trainer, Mm -hmm. and so I think it's just, just the recovery process was super, super interesting to see everyone, Mm -hmm. how different they were, and, like, you really have to learn about your body to figure out that recovery process for yourself. Yeah, I feel like that's the difference, is, like, you can maybe play in college and you can definitely play in club and be somewhat like unprofessional and not take care of your body off the field and just do whatever. But when it comes to that environment, everybody has to be that way where they act, they're professionals and they have to act professional. Otherwise, you know, they can't play or have a job. So that's definitely important. What do you think your biggest things for recovery are? Like, what do you do that kind of helps you play to your best? Yeah, I think, for me honestly like sleep yeah (laughs) but like uh I love sleeping and then uh, I think obviously like I try and take a nice bath ever after every session who knows if it works or not but (laughs) if you if you say mentally it does it does whatever um but it's just like I think for me I'd say it's a mixture of like ice bath sleep massage therapy yeah um and then I'm like trying right now to get more into like Pilates <laughs> as the recovery because I don't know I I think it's I've heard great things from it yeah huh. um I've never heard of that as like a recovery thing but I guess really? kind of like a cross training yeah I would yeah I would say it's more like cross training but um I mean I heard it's like so like you just like feel so much better after it and oh, nice um, for me, like I want to play as long as I can. So I think right now that I am young, like I can get away with not being on top of things, but also I need to like, I like sometimes find myself like, uh, like I don't want to roll out or yeah. something stupid. I'm like, no, like you need to do it because how long do you want to be playing? Yeah. You want to take care of your body now for like the long yeah. haul. Yeah, so, and then also, like, just, like, nutrition. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, huge part, too. So. Yeah. What does that look like for you right now? Like, what's your nutrition kind of like? Um, I would say, well, right now, I've been, like, gluten-free for a while. Hmm. Um, so that's, like, kind of hard. Dairy-free, too, unless I, like, need some ice cream. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think... Right now that I'm like coming back from an injury, 
it's a lot of protein. Um, and then just like some carbohydrates Mm -hmm. before and after training. And then I do, I do eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. I eat so much fruit. I need to maybe the kick back. There's so much sugar in it, but I can't. (laughs) It's It's so good. Yeah. Huh. So what do you hope, what do you hope to see at least in this year? And then like looking forward, obviously you don't know exactly where you're going to be or um, whatnot, but what are kind of your main goals right now? Yeah. So I think um, for me right now, it's to get back um, in the field 100% um, with this knee injury. And then hopefully we have world cup qualifying in October. So um, I think hopefully to make that roster um, would be amazing. And then obviously qualify for the world cup um, help with that process. And then I think after that, um, I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but hopefully make the world cup roster and um, work I think work towards that yeah for sure but I think right now it's just focusing on well we have six more games of our season so um playing in those healthy and then going um hopefully into world cup qualifying healthy and ready to help the U.S. qualify yeah what do you tell yourself every day at training to just continue working on those goals yeah I think um I think it's like there's this like switch that kind of like happens. Um, like I'll be like walking down to the field, like giggling and stuff. But, like honestly, like once I like step on that pitch, like I just like like there's a switch that just flips, and I'm like, all right, like I have an hour or hour fifteen to get better today, mm-hmm. and I think just trying, honestly, trying to be the best player out there is really what kind of like keeps me going for those goals. Yeah, totally. So two questions I always ask at the end are, um, first off, if you could go back to the beginning when you first started playing soccer, um, what Mm -hmm. were you probably three or something like that? What are like two or three things you'd tell yourself with everything you know now and all the experiences that you've had? Well, first, I always say this. I would always say just have fun Mm -hmm. because at a young age, if you're not like, you're not having fun playing a sport, then it's it's not good. So I think have fun with it. Um, And that just believe in this sounds so cliche and I hate it, but <laughs> just like believe that you can do it. Like if you set your mind to something yeah. that it can happen. Um, and then I would say work hard and be the best player that you can be and try and be the best player. Yeah. In the field. Yeah. Did you do you think you always believed in yourself? Did you always think like I was going I'm going to be on the national team. I'm going to play professionally or did the dreams just kind of come into fruition or I think there's definitely some sometimes that I was like I don't know if I can do this. Hmm. 
then I was like, no, like I can, like, I know what I'm capable of. And, um, like, I, I want that. I want it so bad that I'm not going to let that, let that happen from not happening. So obviously you've had soccer in your life, your entire life, and it's been Mm -hmm. kind of like a major defining thing. But, um, if you had to be defined without soccer, couldn't be defined by, that what kind of legacy would you want to leave or how would you kind of want to be remembered love that question (laughs) um i think for me um just an overall good person and someone that inspires others um whether yeah whether it's on the field or not on the field but just being a good overall human being because we all know that um, we need those those people in the world. So I think just being a good person and inspiring people yeah. to change their dreams and um, be who they want to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you feel like a sense of responsibility to kind of inspire the younger generation to? Because you're kind of a first, one of the first people that have done what you've done. So do you feel yeah. like? Do you ever feel that responsibility of inspiring or is it just kind of living out what you feel like? I think it's definitely just like kind of living out what, yeah, what I want to do. And, um, with that comes the inspiring part. So totally. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and then have a good lift and practice later. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode of Before the Lights podcast with Mal Pugh. I really hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you did, please share this on any of your social media outlets. Just tag Mal Pugh and myself um, so we can get the word out. I hope today's story inspired you to go out, live your story, and don't be afraid to share it.